Welcome to the Letterbox. This is our 412 podcast, and today we have Sir Davy Hume oi, oi. and Sir Kyle Thompson. Hiya. Today we are excited to get into, first of all, some banter. Kyle said he came prepared with a lot of banter. I well, oh, this is pressure now. Um, I would like to apologise. People are at me for us not having a podcast. Out, which oh, I, I said that as I well. I suppose it's yep. a good thing. So mm. we apologise because we told you we had a summer schedule. Uh, listen, it all went to pot. Summer's an absolute mental time. Um, you should have loads of time. We, we don't. But, like, we had fun, right? Mm-hmm. JT yep. got to go to Romania. Class, unbelievable. Davey so. got to go to Spain. Got to go to Spain. So did you. You got to go to Spain. I got to go to Spain with Davey. What a privilege. Um, I just wanted to have a quick catch-up on the, the podcast in our banter section about what's your favourite thing about summer? Like, what's the thing that makes you think, it's like it's summer now. This is like what you think of when it's summertime. Um, not not a specific summer, but what what always makes me think it's coming the summer. Ice lattes, love that. Mm. Yeah, ice lattes. Yeah. yeah, Kelsey always said hers was Fanta lemon. Fanta lemon. <laughs> mm, yeah, drinks Fanta lemon. That's summer. Um, summer for me, all I think of is like struggling to try to sleep at night <laughs> because it's so warm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I literally have a fan beside my bed, like bedside cabinet, blasting. Hey. What? Big fan of the podcast. Big, big fan. What are you Sneaks guys? in your room. <laughs> That's creepy. <laughs> um, blasting air into my face, and it's just a fight each night because Kels is like, "Turn that fan off," and I'm like, "Kels, literally stick into the bed here. Like it is so warm." Aye, but she's in like her winter socks, and, like wrapping three blankets. <laughs> warm. What do you call those blankets on? Heated blanket. No, electric blanket. Electric, electric blanket. blanket. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that you know JT and I are trying to think of lovely like we reminiscent things and you just have to be negative. I, so that really I'm not stuff. a summer guy. Though. Did you enjoy your holiday? Awful. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what people are saying. Like, oh, Davy hated his holiday. I didn't. I got burnt the first day and then struggled to recover. Oh, you know what? That's just, what sun cream's for. That's what sun cream's for. I just like to clarify for all the listeners. Davy was very careful with sun cream, and he was still really, really good banter on holiday. Um, not like so fair play like to him I've been on holiday with Davey three times now and for the first time he, we didn't really apparently we didn't know how sun cream worked properly we so Davey plastered <laughs> on him got in the pool got out got like second degree burns and yeah. like boils on his shoulders True. and then was like I was wearing sun cream like yesterday I'm like yeah it doesn't That's last why. forever it was also like factor minus 10 so oh, like, right, so, yeah. Yeah. but we learned from our mistakes and we went the next year or two years later and you, you didn't really get burnt Good and we right. had a lovely time these two must be mates going on holiday all the time together uh, questionable but yes, you know right, right. you know before forced, you're forced to by family oh, before right, you're okay. married you, like you need to find friends to go out with right and then after we're married we you're forced to have friends yeah, family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah it was tough what's your favourite thing about summer Kyle? Um, or reminds you of summer do you know this is so like people in Ford have rate me about how much of a dad I am but because I work at Queen's the, the thing that makes me like a summer is um, when like all the schools in uni are off and there's no traffic mm, because it like true. I'll get changes my day like I go from an, I go from an hour drive to 30 minutes like, that changes that, my well, day well that's fair that's what my dad would also say on the roads so yeah that's that's nice and then just like basically not being here like loads of holidays i love a good holiday mm. lily had like seven weeks off and like has not had a day free like between like holidays summer schemes like wondrous relentless class pack it out <laughs> absolutely it's been good um right 
Well, do we have a question for this week? Yes, we do. And the question we have is, how do I hear from God? Mm. Yeah, this is more off the back of like the one of the other podcasts we had where um, Lucy was yeah. part of it. Yeah. And talking about prayer. And it was more just as I was listening to that, like what you guys and Lucy shared was, was really, really great. And I'm not taking away Thank any you. of that at all. But it was more just as I was thinking of, whilst I was listening, I was thinking about, like, there's some more to this of not only, yes, how do we pray and some of the practicalities of that, but also, like, the importance of listening to God as as prayer. Because one of the things we'll often say is, like, prayer is a conversation, right? So how do we, yeah, we talk to God, but actually God talks to us and listening is just important as as talking um because generally like why talk to god if we won't listen yeah mm. um and actually when we really think about it what god has to say to us is more important than what we have to say to wow. him and so and so i'll tweet that'll <laughs> x wow that'll x is that they're called x's but i need to figure out what our new saying is it'll not catch up i've never even heard of that before oh twitter's not called x Battle thread. Battle thread. <laughs> but like what, like when we talk, yeah, it's good that we talk to God, but actually do we pause and listen and yeah. just the thought, mm. you know, have a conversation around some of those things around how do we actually hear God and what are some of the ways to help young people yeah. hear the, the voice of God a little bit more. Great. Yeah, that's really good. So we had discussed like, listen, the Bible has loads of ways that you can hear from God and they're all like, they're all biblical and we believe in them. Like, you know, you can you can hear from from God through like kind of like gifts of the Holy Spirit, through like dreams, through visions, through pictures, through Him like like kind of like uh, pressing something like on onto you. But we want to talk about it a little bit more practically, right? So like day to day, when I'm trying to figure out some stuff in life, when I'm trying to let like God lead me by the Holy Spirit, yeah. Like how do we do that in like a more consistent fashion? Um, so like through like prayer, through worship through the Bible. Mm-hmm. So not necessarily through these like really, really cool things that like, yeah, we do believe in. Um, but through like almost like the, the less miraculous and the more mundane, but actually yeah. the things that will probably shape your life. Yep. Like, you know, in the long term. They're more beneficial. Um, so yeah. like on those those things, like before we get into like a couple of like main points, um, I just like you do believe that we this is how we hear from God a lot. And like, what is your experience? Like Dave and JT of like, you know, just like hearing from God in this stuff. Is this typically how you find you hear from God? Like through worship, through prayer, through the Bible? Yeah. I think it's probably the, the 90%. I think the other ones are the 10%, yeah. the cool moments in life that, that we love to cling on to. And we, cause it's a big moment in our life mm. that we remember. But I think that the prayer, the worship and, and scripture is just the main ways we mm. do. I think it's two Timothy three sixteen. It says all scriptures, God breathed. And so mm. the Bible is just so important to try and hear the voice of God. Yeah. He's, he's literally put it in a book that we have access to, that we can read and hear what God's trying to say to us. So I think for me, when I spend um, every day like studying God's word or in prayer with him, I think that they're the key moments of my life that mm. help me understand what God's trying to say to me, but also then giving me direction for the day. And I think, I don't know about you guys, but for me, whenever I whenever I take time to be consistent in, in the Bible and in prayer, then throughout the day, 
I feel like I have an ability to yeah, hear God yeah. better. I'm closer. I'm, I'm more mm-hmm. aware. And so I think for me, like the main way I probably would say I hear I hear God is through the Bible, through yeah. what I read daily, mm-hmm. what I feel like he speaks and what I can interpret, what the spirit presses on me when I read it. Um, mm. I think it's the easiest way. And I think anybody at any age or at any stage of their Christian journey have the ability to do that. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, the Bible for me is like, it has to be like, the, I don't know if you heard this phrase before, like the plumb line, like the marker in which mm-hmm. we balance and yeah. everything else against. Because, yeah, like many of us can hear God through prayer, through community, through worship, etc. But they can, a lot of them will be sort of your your own experience or you bring your own sort of personality into that. Whereas the Bible is God's truth, yeah. right? So yeah. it, I think we don't just... We don't just read the Bible to tick a box. Absolutely. We read the Bible to know a person. Yeah. And by doing that, that actually allows us to know a person better so that when it comes to sitting in community, oh, I, I know that's God. That or that that sounds a little bit like yeah. a, a heart of God, or you know, when we when we are singing a worship song, we're like, oh, I know those lyrics because that was something from a psalm yeah. I was reading, or or that talks about this aspect of God which I was reading yeah. three weeks mm-hmm. ago. And actually, it reading the Bible is allowing you to know a person, mm-hmm. which which actually allows you quickly to recognize how how someone speaks. Yeah. You, know, you would know yourself, like if 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 someone, like for example, if I got Kels, if I was driving in the car and Kels was sitting beside me. And I said, here, Kels, text Kyler, text JT, saying blah, 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 blah. I would imagine you two would know that's not the <laughs> yeah, way. Yeah. Just by like, I just recognize how daily texts yeah. or what he does or doesn't do. Or you just would recognize that it's not him. And I think that's the importance of God, of, of the Bible, of reading it and getting to know his character. So that it becomes so much easier. Be like, no, that's not God. God mm-hmm. wouldn't do that. Yeah. Or, no, that, that seems a bit more like that. that's God. Yeah. And I think that becomes our plumb line, yeah. which allows us to then hear God more effectively in community, in prayer, in worship, you know, and, and mm-hmm. those other things. Because we're learning to recognize his voice yeah. by, by, reading, by reading his word. You're you know? right. You're right. Yeah. I, I also think, like, when you speak to like some young people who feel like they don't have a grasp on a lot of things and they struggle, I think they sometimes think we're sometimes superhumans when we can come up with answers, but it's just because it's in this yeah, book. Yeah, we yeah, just don't yeah. sometimes take enough time yeah. to find it. Yeah. Um, I, I, it's something that I've been thinking about a lot recently with Preaching at Wonders around that title. And mm-hmm. you, you said something I think I kind of touched on, Davy, and I think it was my second point or third point, that idea, like, we like our best friend you know like mm-hmm. we know our best friend we know when they're sad we know when they speak of how, how they get on we can we can read them yeah. because we spend time with them yeah and so if we want to understand who god is more and we want to understand how he works and which way he moves then then we have to spend time understanding who mm-hmm. he is first mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. yeah i think reading scripture understanding the bible is so vital in hearing god yeah mm. i think like from from leading young people, like, they, this is a question that always comes up. Like, I think multiple yep. people kind of, like, ask this when they send us in questions because they feel like they have to figure out what God's saying and they also feel like they have no idea. And I think sometimes, like, the reason, like, they don't hear what God's saying is because they miss the really fundamental things. So we just want to touch on a couple of things. Like, we're not going to solve the problem here of hearing no. from God, but there are a couple of fundamental things that I think young people but then we carry it into our adult lives miss one of them is like who is god and what does he sound like and you find that through his word as like jtw said one of it which i'll talk on now is like are we actually taking time to listen yeah um and then one is like the david will touch on like more broadly like do we like try and figure out what god sounds like and 
and almost like test that. Like, do we put this stuff into practice mm-hmm. or do we just get frustrated and then not move forward with it? Mm. Um, and then at the end, we'll like, we'll sh- try and share some practical stuff again, not like way to hear our solutions, mm-hmm. but just some stuff that like yeah. we find like Absolutely. helpful. So the first thing that I want to like talk about just for a couple of minutes is something that like David asked me to share about at youth like a few weeks ago. And it's something that I like I do find really important. But there's this privilege when you get to share something like it forces you to, to really think about it more and think about it more in depth. And while I was thinking about it, like it actually has changed my perspective on it to like mm. do it more, which is really, really helpful. And it's this idea of like what we called practice in stillness. So this idea that like we struggle to hear God, but do we actually make space to hear him? Mm. Um, so like I want I want to talk about this principle and how to like practice it. So I, I feel like in like busy lives and busy seasons, stuff can be like so consuming that one thing takes over all of our thoughts and energy and then we lose track of things, right? Like we lose track of the priority that really is as a Christian, we want God to be like central and we want his voice to be the voice yeah. that we lead. And almost like because of all the busyness and so many things to do, God falls down the list of and loses his position, mm-hmm. which should be first. And actually to get him like to realign those priorities and put him first again, sometimes we just need to take some time to like be still and to like realign that and to listen out for him. Yeah. Um, and we did this like kind of in youth, almost as like an extension of worship. Like if worship is um, like the act of honoring God and putting him first, then by like sitting and like practicing stillness and waiting on him, then we realign our priorities and we put yeah. him first and give him honor. And then what's really cool is in those spaces where we create space, you, you typically find that God meets you there. And I think like the, the Bible talks about this loads. And one thing that JT had preached on a couple of weeks before this, and then I shared is this idea from 1 Kings 19. Mm. It's verses 11 to 14. If like you want to go and properly read the story, but basically um, Elijah um, is told um, by God to like go like stand on this like, uh, like mountain, like outside this cave and, and wait for him. And he waits and this wind passes by um, and then an earthquake and then a fire, like these, these big moments. And yeah. he almost like, as this expectancy, like, here, this is where I'm going to hear from God. And I think sometimes as young people, we fall into that. Now, we're just off the back of Wondrous, absolutely incredible, and about to hit Relentless, so excited. And if I'm honest, most of the times that I've really felt God bring breakthrough in my life have been in those rooms. But it's not because there's something special about those rooms, as in there's nothing, like, mystical. It's because when else... Do you set aside yeah. 20 yeah. hours in a week to yeah. try and hear from God? Mm-hmm. And I think it's that like posture and expectancy that changes. So in this story, Elijah is expecting in the big moment. And then God comes after those things in a whisper. Mm-hmm. And like in this whisper, that's where he leans in. He has to lean into it. It mm-hmm. says like he like pulls his cloak over him and like leans into it and hears God's voice. Um, and this idea that like God speaks in a lot of ways, but it's n- not always the noisy ways, sometimes mm. it's the quiet ways. Yeah. Um, and we have to create that space. So what I do, like in like if I'm taking time in my day to read the Bible, is before I just open up the Bible and like read, is I'll just take like five, ten, five, ten minutes and just say, like, God, mm. like this is time for you. Like yeah. help me to realign myself, help me to be quiet, yeah. help me to not be distracted. I said to some of the young people, like it's funny because actually playing some music or like picturing something can help you not be distracted if you get 
like pulled away by other stuff. Some people might just want like pure silence, but my mind like can go a bit mad in like mm. pure silence. So like th- I find that practically helpful, but mm. like just pray and like just wait on God yeah. and allow that space. Like you know from hanging out with friends, like there's friends I have that like hanging out with them is fun, but like I don't like I don't get a word in because they just speak, mm. and sometimes I feel like that's me with God. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I never hear from God. It's like, well, I actually just don't make yeah. time to be quiet and mm. listen. So yeah, this idea of practicing stillness, and one really cool way that like I have been doing it after many many months of Davy tell me it's brilliant is this like Lekia three six five app. <laughs> it's so, not called Lekia, is it? Lekio, 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 Lekio. Sorry, Lekia three six five. And just like in the car on my morning drive, it's like yeah. ten ten to fifteen minutes. Um, and I, it kind of like runs you through this practice with like some Bible verses and, and like some Psalms. It's really, really helpful. And just to like align myself as I start my day, like as JT said, almost this idea of like, God, I am listening to you. Yeah. And then you find that you do hear him more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like one thing that I would yeah. really encourage you. Mm-hmm. Like if you struggle to hear God, are you actually making space to listen because we have to make the space first before we can figure out some of this other stuff. That's if right. there's no space for him to speak, he's he's not yeah. gonna speak. Um, yeah. Do you yeah. guys want to add anything to that? Yeah, I just I have really felt that quite recently, Kyle. Of just I think within, and this is gonna maybe be quite controversial. I don't think it's that bad, but just within like Pentecostal circles, yeah. we we mm. struggle with. Like this silence and yeah. stillness, right? Yeah. And we're we're all we all like we're charismatic, and I'm not against that. I love that. I just think we really need to learn to befriend silence mm. at times, and just allow, like, yeah. just allow there just to be nothing to happen. I think in in our in our fast paced instant culture, we just want things now, and yeah. people hate awkward silences, and so we just try to fill the gap, right? Yeah. But I think there is something about just learning to befriend it learning yeah. to get comfortable with the silence mm. and just uh, you know even learning that whenever because I'm a bit like you saying they're like my I get distracted but then when my mind goes I like use that as as a prayer you know like mm. I'm, I'm going to th- yeah. I'm thinking I'm trying to be silent I'm trying to be still but then I'm genuinely thinking about I have a massive to-do list and I start thinking I need to text <laughs> this person I should lift my phone now and then I quickly cast myself on. I'm supposed to be talking to God yeah. here. So then I use that to pray. God, mm, may you help me to pause on this to-do list. May yeah. I trust, God, that you are still at work, even when I'm trying to just be still. Yeah, yeah. You, do you use that as ammunition to fuel my, my yeah. prayer? Mm. But it, yeah, I just think as, as Pentecostals, at times we struggle with it because we just we do love the energetic moments, which are great. Yeah. But yeah. then we can miss this, like yeah. that practical thing of, I need to be silent so that God can yeah. speak. Yeah. I, I just make one point on it. I think I think everything that's been said is really good. The only thing I would add is that I think when we go into moments with silence with God, the goal is not to hear God. Mm. I think the goal is always for worship in God. Yeah, and when it comes to like, corporate worship, right, mm-hmm. and we sing songs, it's sometimes the best moment in our in our services mm-hmm. because it, it feels like something sometimes, but that's never the goal. Mm-hmm. The goal is always to praise God. And so yeah. when it comes to moments of silence, sometimes God in his goodness speaks back to us, but the goal of that is to say, God, you are so worthy of my silence. You're worthy of everything. Oh, yeah. So I come and I sit before you. And if I sit here for 10 minutes and you say nothing, it's still worship on mm-hmm. to you. Yeah. I think if that's always the, the, the line mm-hmm. that we make, if that's always the goal, and sometimes he speaks great, sometimes he doesn't great. You know, I think yeah. that should be normal. You never come away disappointed. So always the goal of it is, this is worship to God. The, that's really so good. Helpful. It's that like idea that, you know, like, you know who you're, you're really 
best friends are like the people that you're truly closest to because you can just sit with them and yeah, like just yeah. being in yeah. their company mm-hmm. is beautiful sometimes mm-hmm. um Davey, on our, like, kind of, do you want to take lead on, like, what we want to go into next, like, kind of our next major bit? Yeah, I think one of the things of learning to, how to hear God is learning his voice. Mm -hmm. Um, And I always think of that verse Jesus talks about in John 10, where he says, you know, my sheep know the sound of, of my voice. And that is one of the biggest, one of the most important things, I think, when it comes to talking to God and hearing from God is recognizing his voice. And we've touched on those things of reading his word, and that's where we learn to recognize um, um, his voice but that really helps you I think the more time we spend in his presence and his word allows us to be able to just to recognize his voice yeah. in just familiar mundane yeah, yeah. mundane moments you know mm. there's a guy Tyler Statton says this quote many people um, miss out on the voice of God not because it's too mystical but because it's too familiar mm-hmm. just this like it's, it's there but they just haven't recognized yeah, it. You yeah. have to catch it. Yeah, yeah. And, and I remember like um, my, my phone was ringing once and it came up uh, at like a no caller ID. I, I hate those phone calls. <laughs> but but I answered it anyway and I just said hello and the other person said hello back and instantaneously I knew that um, it was it was Kels right. straight away and she had her caller ID on because she was a teacher, etc. But instantaneously I just knew by the sound of her voice that this was her. And I think that is a, a story of how do we spend, as we spend more time in God's word, how do we recognize it and then and then test it? Yeah. But that's always, like as you were saying earlier, Kyle, a struggle that young mm. people have. Like, how do I know if it's God or or, or not? And um, I, I there was a book that I, I've recommended. It's called The God I Never Knew by a guy called Robert Morris. And in, in it, he says, he says this, in the early phases of learning, of, a, of this learning process, i.e. learning God's voice, Many believers say that the voice of the Spirit sounds a lot like their own thoughts or their own self-talk. He says there's a reason for this. When the Holy Spirit wants to get a message to you, he must communicate to your born-again human spirit and from there to your mind. So you're not likely to hear an audible voice. Instead, it comes as a thought. Mm. He's trying to speak to the born-again spirit and to the mind. So he speaks through the medium that we know most, Mm -hmm. which is our, our thoughts. So God, I, I think there's a lot of this that most times people don't understand God's voice because they're like, it just sounds like my thoughts. <laughs> yeah. But if you're, you're the Holy Spirit lives inside you, if you're born again, then that's one of the ways he communicates. Yeah. It's not just the main, okay, you just go off every thought no. you have there. But we do try and filter that. That's why we say we have like community. We have yeah. God's word to to filter it through. Mm-hmm. There's leaders, there's other people around, so you never do this yourself. But I think there is something about um, being around the, the Bible mm-hmm. so we know his voice, being yeah. around his presence so we're waiting for him to speak, but being around community as well yeah. so that we can hear, okay, well, I feel like God said this. What do you think? Like, yeah. Does that line up with the Bible from what you know or am I just left field here? But yeah. I think it's learning to, to trust some of those voices that you feel are inside of, of mm-hmm. you and, and try to like share them mm-hmm. with, with other people but it is a lot of it is just like a step of faith of, of trying yeah. to trust that you know and yeah. when you're in communities like this you said a lot of really important stuff but after you go through a lot of them checklists that you had mentioned there when you're in a community like this where you're in a youth ministry like local stuff then it's mm-hmm. good to test it actually out there and doing it you know in a safe space yeah. and you're able to say I think God said this yeah, and in my in my um, life when I feel like God said something and I'm like, I think God said this when I've had conversations with people around it. I kind of know in their moments 
ah, don't know if it was mm-hmm. now, or you know what it was, and then when you get familiar with that voice, then mm-hmm. you start to be more aware of that again, and so. Yeah. If when you get through them like filters that you had mentioned, when you go through scripture, when you go through people, yeah. I would say give it a go in a safe yeah. space because it's in actually the action of like trial and error, then you kind of come familiar with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and some of this like, like you can get this wrong as long as you like you put the the checks. Like, it's is it biblical? Yeah. If I'm gonna say it to somebody, is it helpful and encouraging? Yeah. yeah. Then like, do test it because like. In some of this, like you, you've got to work that out. Like you've got to work out what the voice of God sounds like, and there is like see a space for that. And there's been so many things. Like I knew God was speaking to me, like and saying something, and I just couldn't quite work out some of the details. And it's in that space that, like, that is where having like youth leaders, having mm-hmm. friends that you trust yeah. around you, like, really helps. But also, like, go back into the Bible, spend more yeah. time with God on it. Don't just yeah. be like. It has to be foolproof now. Yeah. Like there's things that I've mulled yeah. over in my life for years, like literally years, and yeah. that's okay. Some of these things, like you do just have to spend time on it. Like God is not typically a God of dropping full plans point by point in your head for you to run with yeah. next week. Yeah. He's a God that wants to be in community yeah. and relationship with you. And some of the things is like, God, I think you're saying this. I'm going to explore this with you over the next while. I'm going to read scripture. I'm going to pray about it. I'm going to speak to some people around me. And I'm going to start to test some of what I can test and move towards it. Um, And I think then all of that stuff is really, really helpful. Yeah. Um, Just just one more thing before. uh, There's this other quote by a guy called J.D. Greer in a book called Above All. He says this, Ambiguity about how God speaks encourages the humility we should possess in thinking we have heard from God. And I think there is something beautiful about that, like that picture of if we're a little bit not sure, it keeps us humble, yeah, right? Yeah. And allows us to stay close to God, be like, God, I'm not a hundred percent. But I'm gonna stay I'm gonna stay close. I'm gonna stay close to you for this. Yeah. Yeah. Class. So what we just wanted to end with was just like a, a quick recap on that and some like practical things of like what we said. So um first of all, like figure out how God speaks. Like what does the Bible say? Like we have God's voice written down then you need to create time and space and practice like stillness to then try and hear from him. Um, Maybe start small to learn his voice. Like you don't need to have this absolute moment of like God said this and I'm going to do something crazy right now. Like just start to learn what his voice sounds like. Learn to like meditate on the Bible and what he's saying and like kind of wrestle with God over it and and like go in that relationship with him and go on a journey to figure it out. Ask God for help through prayer is so important. Like, mm-hmm. you're not trying to figure this out yourself. This mm-hmm. is part of a relationship with God. Speak to wise people around you and always test what you hear against the Bible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Guys, thank you so much for listening. As we go, I'm not going to give you a question. I'll give you a task to do. So this week, coming up to Relentless, your task is for us to know what God's saying, we need to read his word. So spend at least 10 minutes every day in the word of God. Mm-hmm. And for him to speak... We have to give them space to speak. So you have to spend 10 minutes in moments of silence this week. And so every day, let's try before Relentless to spend 10 minutes in the Word of God and 10 minutes in stillness before God. And remember, the goal of that is worship, not to hear. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye.